Hi, this is Ron Darling. Uh, this is Skip Lockwood. Hi, I'm Ron Swoboda of the 69 New York Mets, and you're listening to Mets Musings with Gary Mack. Now it's time for some New York Mets baseball talk. Here's Gary Mack bringing you the latest news and analysis from Mets Nation and the world of baseball on another edition of Mets Musings. Welcome back to another episode of Mets Musings. I'm your host, Gary Mack, and we're going to have a short little update here uh, momentarily. But uh, breaking news, the Mets have signed Jimmy Yacobonis to a minor league deal. Yeah, that's the big news of the day so far. Mets signing a minor league deal. Jimmy Yacobonis, a right-handed pitcher, 8.36 ERA in big leagues. In 2022, between the Marlins and the Rays, he threw for Buck Showalter in Baltimore. So, uh, uh, New Jersey native. That's why the Mets probably liked him. Showalter liked him in Baltimore. And so, he is now a Met, at least on a minor league deal. Uh, the Mets acquired right-handed pitchers Elisa Hernandez and Jeff Brigham from the Marlins for pitching prospect. Frankie Sanchez, plus a play to be named later. More bullpen candidates and fillers. The Mets also claimed right-handed pitcher William Woods off waivers from the Atlanta Braves. Woods is 23 years old. He made his big league debut with the Braves in 2022, tossing two scoreless innings over two appearances while striking out two. Wow. So uh, we'll see how uh, he'll be another candidate to uh, go into the bullpen. The Mets also announced that they have signed two pitches to minor league deals, right-handed Denier Reyes and left-hander Zach Mukinham. Each will be invited to the spring training. The Mets non-tended Dominic Smith and Sean Reed Foley. Uh, and... Uh, you know, no, uh, we'll see what happens with them. They become free agents, and uh, Smith kind of played his way out of here. So uh, we'll see where he ends up. He could be valuable to some other team. And the winter meetings start Sunday. Yes, they do. And the Mets have some things they have to get accomplished. One thing is, are they going to have to, uh, uh, they're going to try to to uh, sign Brandon Nimmo and Jacob DeGrom, or they're going to have to find alternatives. They've also got to try to sign Chris Bassett. I think that's another guy they want to bring back. They need starting pitching. And, um, those are the guys they want to bring. They need Brandon Nimmo out in center field. Otherwise, they're going to have to look for alternatives. And truly, there isn't a lot of alternatives out there. Uh, Kevin Kiermeyer is available, but his bat is not anywhere near Brandon Nimmo's bat. And he's, he's slid a little bit defensively in the last few years. The 
backup plan, of course, would be to move Starling Marte to center field. But at 33, 34 years old, I'm not sure that's a great idea. So they, I think they're going to have to look somewhere else for another, at least another outfielder. Rumors have come about the Michael Conforto coming back. He could always slide in at right field if you move Morte to center. Uh, or Jeff McNeil could move to right field or left field. And uh, uh, Guillaume would slot into second base. Or they could sign somebody else like a Trey Turner, slot him in at second. Who knows? Uh, that's a possibility. But will they sign any free agents in this winter meetings? It's yet to be known, uh, but usually there are rumors going around that uh, this could be an active uh, winter meetings for everybody. There's been nothing going on so far in baseball, so something's got to kick it into action, and uh, Aaron Judge has visited some teams. He could be one that signs, and once that happens, you know, the dominoes can start to fall because everything will start to fall in place. Teams will have to scramble around. Uh, like the Yankees, if, if if Judge, for instance, doesn't sign with the Yankees, they're going to have to change their whole offseason plans. And I'm sure they've already got alternatives. The same thing for the Mets. If the, uh, they do not sign DeGrom, they have talked to Justin Verlander. They have talked to Carlos Rodon. So uh, they have those discussions and, you know, uh, they've, they've at least spoken to these guys and they, they have an idea maybe of what they're looking for and will offers be coming forthcoming. That all could happen in winter meetings or they could lay some more groundwork uh, with players and, and agents at the winter meetings. Trades are another thing that could happen, and it, it, there is suggestions that there could be some big trades made. Uh, the Mets should be checking on everybody, even people that they say aren't available, like a Mike Trout or a Shohei Otani. Well, I know the Angels keep saying they're not going to sign, uh, they're not going to trade Otani, but hey, you never know. The right deal could do anything. Uh, so we'll see if that plays out. They should at least pester them and, and at least ask again and find out. Uh, but there are other guys that are available for trade as well, so this is what they'll have to investigate. So the winter meetings are going to be very exciting this year, very interesting in that uh, we don't know what they're going to do, and... Uh, you know, they need to fill spots. They need to fill the bullpen. I know we just read off a litany of guys that they signed uh, to minor league deals. A lot of that is filler, though. Uh, filler for the minor leagues and, you know, backups for injuries. And hopefully they're hoping that maybe in those five or six guys that they're bringing in, they might find one, maybe two. Uh, that could stick into the majors and, and uh, play a part in the bullpen for this year. Again, so far all they have is Edwin Diaz and uh, Drew Smith returning. 
there are rumors that they would like to bring Ottavino back. They want to bring uh, from the bullpen. And then the starting rotation, Walker left and uh, Bassett left and DeGrom opted out. So, again, the rumors are they'd like to bring Bassett back. And, of course, they want to bring DeGrom back. Uh, it all depends upon what kind of contracts these guys are looking for. They did bring back Carrasco. So right now the uh, the rotation would be McGill, uh, uh, Scherzer, of course, Peterson, and Carrasco. Uh, I think they want to have two type ace guys at the uh, top of the the rotation, so that would mean bringing in a Verlander, a Rodon, or bringing back DeGrom. And again, I think their first uh, selection would be to bring back DeGrom, but, uh, you know, it all depends on what he wants, as I said, the contract and how much money and wh- wh- whether he wants to come back. Uh, Nimmo has been getting a lot, a lot of teams are interested in Nimmo, I'm a little nervous about uh, him coming back because there's just so much interest and um, a couple of teams, you know, he's a a Wyoming guy and uh, he could play in Seattle, be close to home and, um, you know, that could be a tough, uh, Seattle's very interested in him, that could be a tough draw there. other teams, the Rays, I believe, are interested in him and uh, maybe willing to throw some money at him. Um, the Rays are also interested in DeGrom, but I don't see them spending that kind of money. I mean, they could pay him, uh, you know, about <laughs> most of their budget uh, to DeGrom. So we will see, but Atlanta is also interested in DeGrom and uh so it, it's going to be tight, you know, but the Mets, I'm sure, as all teams, as I said, they have to have contingency plans. If they lose the Grom, they want to <clears throat> try to go after Verlander or Rodon or uh, make a trade for another starter. That's a definite. If they lose Nimmo, they have to have ideas of who they would like to bring in uh outfielders it would be nice to bring in a uh uh you know they need could use a little bit more punch in their lineup so that would be something they would be looking to bring into and uh, the, the starting pitch it in a bullpen has to be rebuilt too many guys left so uh we'll see it could make them pay more too uh, you know, if they want to bring back an Adovino or someone else like that, they might have to pay more to get him from to sway him from signing with another team. But that's all to come. And as I said, the uh, big uh, winter meetings, a lot of this stuff happens. And if they don't happen exactly at the winter meetings, then it'll happen after the winter meetings when they, uh, you know, they, but they'll lay a lot of the groundwork for trades. They'll talk to other clubs. They'll see who's available. 
uh, if they can swing a deal, they'll swing it right away. The the earlier, I think, is the better to get the players adjusted. But uh, keep in mind, Nimmo and a bunch of these guys are represented by Scott Boris. He likes to wait until after the new year. Uh, but the players should uh, say, I, I would think they would want to get settled sooner. So we'll all see. So keep an eye on uh, this week. Starting Sunday, uh, Monday and Tuesday will probably be the big days. Now, also this week will be the first MLB draft lottery. Not sure how that's going to work, but uh, how how it's weighted or they figure out who's going to get it. But, I, you know, it's this is a change, so we'll see how this is going to work. And also the Rule 5 draft and... Um, the Mets have, uh, you know, could they have some slots in their forty-man roster? They could pick up somebody from for Rule Five. They pick up a Rule Five. Remember, they have to stay the entire season on the roster. They could pick up somebody from another team. Somebody could pick up somebody from the Mets. One of the interesting guys is Jake Mangum, who had a pretty good year and is good, very good defensive outfield, has good speed. I'm surprised the Mets left him, uh, you know, eligible for the Rule 5 draft. I'll be even more surprised if somebody else doesn't take him. I would have kept him, especially with the Nimmo situation, but they exposed him to the draft, so we'll see what happens with uh, Mr. Jake Mangum. All right, let's take a break. We'll be back with one one or two other pieces of news, and, and that'll be it for this week's show. Baseball and BBQ, your place for interesting baseball talk, opinions, and history. Baseball and BBQ, your place for barbecue recipes, tips, and interviews from the world of barbecue. If you like baseball and if you like barbecue, then tune in to Baseball and BBQ. Find us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, and BaseballTalkRadio.com. Wouldn't it be great if you could get a Ph.D. in life through baseball? Welcome to Baseball Ph.D., a tour company for your brain. 30 major league teams, 100 places to see. Let's touch them all as we make the road trip of a lifetime. Check out my Facebook group. It's at facebook.com slash Mets Musings. Go check it out. And don't forget to call the hotline. That's 516-619-6341. Okay, and we're back. And, and the Mets have, uh, they did a little shaking up of their coaching staff. Nothing, uh. Uh, nothing earth-shattering and making a few changes. But the uh, the Post is reporting that they have promoted Eric Chavez to bench coach, coach and Jeremy Bonds to hitting cloak coach. I can't say that word, coach. Uh, he'll replace Chavez as the hitting coach. Now, Glenn Sherlock, who was the bench coach, is to move to a role where he coaches the team's catches and works uh, to prevent the opposition running game via pitch calling. Um, 
this is going to be important this year because especially if Francisco Alvarez makes the team, he's going to need some help behind the plate. So uh, Sherlock's going to take over that and the pitch calling. Uh, you know, they had a little trouble last year getting together with some of the pitches. Chris Bassett had a lot of problems, and uh, we thought it, a lot of it was due to that uh, new system that they used with the the voice system, but apparently they don't think so. So um, Sherlock's going to have a bigger hand in that, and as I said, with uh, Alvarez, that'll be, uh, you know, a uh, very important role. And the Mets parted ways with bullpen coach Craig Bjornsson in uh, the latest staff uh, shakeup. So Chavez gets a promotion. Jeremy Barnes gets a promotion. Sherlock uh, is still there and uh, in a very important role. And uh, Craig Bjornsson is no longer with the uh, the New York Mets, they let him go. And Major League Baseball has determined that there was no collusion to suppress the market for top free agent Aaron Judge. The league had opened an investigation into the two teams after the MLB Players Association had raised some concerns about an article published by Andy Martino of SNY earlier in the month of November. Martino wrote the Mets were unlikely to pursue judge in free agency in part because of a mutual respect between Mets owner Steve Cohen and Yankees owner Hal Steinbrenner. The MLB uh, investigated and found no collusion, so that is put to rest. And that's going to put this week's show to rest. I hope you enjoyed it. A little quick update on what's going on. Follow those winter meetings the best you can because they are very, very important this year. And follow us on YouTube, uh, youtube.com slash Mets Musings. If you wish to be a part of the show, you can be email me at mitsmusings at gmail.com and uh, we'll read your email on on the air. Um and if you'd like to help out the show, you can by go to anchor dot uh, slash Mets Musings or at patreon.com slash Mets Musings and leave a little donation for the show. All right, that's going to wrap it up. Till next time, and we'll probably have one more show uh, after the winter meetings, and then we'll see. Uh, maybe one after that and then we'll take the holidays off and be back in January but uh, probably two more shows for you to look forward to and uh, until next time remember keep the faith stay optimistic let's go Mets and I'll see you next time on another edition of Mets Music